bad, immoral, and wrong. This is the Modern Eater Show. Piping hot and delicious. The Modern Eater. Food, 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 food. Now your hosts, Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker, and Brian Freeman. Oh, yes, it is. We're hot now, and in more than one way, the Modern Eater Show, live on iHeartRadio, broadcasting from Studio Kitchen, Colorado, the usual suspects. Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker, Brian Freeman, and Little Rich Snyder. Here we go again, boys. What a year. What a year. Back home from the Hyatt. The yeah. last show of 2018. What, I mean, what a year it's been, first of all. We are going out on it with a bang, big time. We developed I didn't ask for a last show of the year. Totally agree. I mean, there is, there's so many fantastic people in here. The food, just the energy, it's, it's incredible. Well, just a culmination. And we, got, and we got Brian back. Yeah. Culinary Church is in session. Amen, brother. Let's do that right now. We've got a great show. Let's just jump right in and give a little preview of what we're going to do here. We've got some great beef in the house tonight. It's a local ranch, um, actually down by Colorado Mills. And does anybody have the specs on where this ranch is? It's called uh, Bar UC Cattle Co. Yes, and we just know down south right now because I, I'm trying to get some more information on it. Well, yeah. Jay and I met these guys at Colorado Mills Sunflower Oil. Um, let's just say it right now, our new sponsors, Colorado Mills Sunflower yeah, Oil. Right yeah. out of the gate. Before we go any Super further. Super great oil. I'm, and you, you, know? you distribute them with I Growers distri- Organic. Yeah, Growers has been distributing Colorado Mills, gosh, I, I want to say a couple of years now. It's really awesome stuff over there. When um, I say those uh, uh, centerpiece um, product, when I say yeah. that Growers Organic, if somebody says to me my restaurant runs on is powered by Growers Organic produce, mm-hmm. I know that's the standard. And when you throw oh, col- thanks, Colorado man. Mills into the loop, yeah. we know that that's setting the standard. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, we, we did this thing that's all about sustainability. And that's one of the things is they're not certified organic, but what they're doing is sustainable. Where's Jay and Parker? And so that's what it's all about. Jay Parker is right here. Jay, are we live on Facebook right now? We are. All right, whoa, do, do whoa, what we're all you, about to do. Hold your shorts, folks. Little Rich is doing it. I'm doing it at the same time, and we encourage you yeah. to do it. Head on over to the Facebook. You can check out the culinary element of this and the buzz of the kitchen. Just take it and share it to your personal Facebook page if you've got a business. And invite your friends. We love it if you To do. watch the show. Share it to your timeline. And I go Saturday Night Live. Live. Here. Yes. What a great show, though. It is a packed room, folks. We have so many (laughs) celebrities in here, I think. Some of these people have been in this food industry their whole lives. We have a celebrity in our our beautiful Rico over there, you know. She's a pioneer in the media industry. We have people from iHeart, of course, pioneers in the media. And then go to the food side of things. You know, we've probably got about 200 years of culinary experience in this room uh, all of that yeah easily all of that. easily no this is some uh, great chefs and then we go to brewers the brewers the only thing we're missing tonight is distillers correct me if yeah. i'm wrong but we've no, got we're some, not missing them because we've got a, we've got a them lot on the of wall, you know going on here right now <laughs> and as we look into tonight's show and again i just got done posting that facebook live video to our page and we're showing off our chefs of the evening which are chef jeff jabot 
Chef Jeff Jabot's here tonight, and I can't. There's there's a couple of great barbecue guys in town. I put Jeff Jabot in the top. Uh, I don't know, say top 20. No, I'm just kidding, Jeff. <laughs> Listen, he's he's, <laughs> he's, he's in the top knife. five there. He's, I know when you, <laughs> when you have a, a barbecue smoker house that's as big as a house, and you tow it around behind your truck. Look at that. What, what kind of props do you get for that? And look at what he's unwrapping right now. I don't know. You got guys like Jared Leonard who's coming into town, and Jeff Jabot, and uh, other folks that have some great barbecue trucks. Yep. You look at what Jeff's doing, and I'm gonna put him up there in the top too. Who stopped by this week? We had a visitor that's starting a new smoke uh, program. <laughs> Justin Brunson. Justin Brunson. Yep. Oh my gosh. So much like stuff. Going, oh look at that. Teasing oh. me, huh? God, that's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Always posing with his meat. You know? <laughs> Showing off his meat. How big it is. How juicy it is. How delicious. Just well, just and is this the lady who raised the steer? I love that she's taking a picture of of the look man who's cooking that, it. Look how easy that cuts. <laughs> Yeah, that just... Oh, my goodness. I'm wow. photo bombing. <laughs> I love it. That's, that's, Folks, a, if you, that's a real... Out there Fred in radio Flintstone world, it, you are missing out on, you know... Truly, you, truly want to come to this place, you mouth. need to write in, but... Where's the stick, Mike? Grab yes. that stick, Mike. Oh, my gosh. This... What we're looking at, folks, in the studio is some of the largest beef ribs... Um, We're going out. Just so have tasty. those been tested? Those might be yes. from East Germany. <laughs> <laughs> We're going out barbecue style here. Uh, you've had the opportunity to work with this great ranch down here, and uh, Hunter and Lexi Eulen will be on the show in barbecue, or it's a uh, Bar UC Cattle Co. Yeah, I mean, th this is some high quality beef. I'm loving working with this. This can go to my smoker any day of the week. Are you showing it to the camera, Jeff? No, I'm happy to show Look at that. Yeah, folks, this is... Look, look, at, look at the juice here. Low. I mean, that is just... Oh. Go lower. Oh, wow. I mean... Go low. He wants you low, low, <laughs> down low. on your plate, baby. Low. Go low. There you go. Folks, you've got to get on uh, song, our Facebook it? Live here. Perfect. Jeff Jabot's going to be on In the Kitchen, and why not? He's the guy that's uh, commanding the kitchen tonight. So uh, next segment, 615, Hunter and Lexi Eulen from Bar UC Cattle Co. 645, Jeff Jabot and Sugar Fire Smokehouse. 7 o'clock, Frank Dominguez is checking in. Proud Souls Barbecue and Provisions. Uh, tonight's grills provided by who, Jeff? We've got Traeger here tonight. We've got Memphis Grills tonight, courtesy of uh, Proud Souls uh, Barbecue. So between Heston, Traeger, and Memphis... I think we've got a, a code, you know, the military would use for good food. It's uh, Traeger, Memphis, Heston. Come on in. Let's eat, boys. Uh, 7.15. This is really cool. On, uh, I think it was Wednesday evening, we have a new uh, king of the kitchen, and the queen was dethroned in Sam New. She's a great chef here with uh, Eclat Culinary. Eclat. Eclat Culinary. And uh, Chef Brandon Becker came in with Cirque Kitchen and Spirits, and we had a little hot dog competition. <laughs> it turns out that Reindeer hot dog, my friend. It was a reindeer hot dog. Jim Pittenger from Biker Jim's Gourmet Dogs here as well. And we're going to gather these guys up to talk about this delicious dog that made it on the menu at Biker Jim's for one month. And, the, and proceeds going to charity, the extended hands of help. Correct? Extended hands of hope. 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 Absolutely. I, I said that they are helping people, but though, they, they, for sure. That's we'll, a great charity. We'll tell yeah. you more about the charity, the folks involved, the, the reindeer dog itself, 
the whole nine yards at 7.15 with that crew. It's going to come in 7.30. Anthony Milano hops and friends. Wait till you hear this program with these cards and what he's doing. It's uh, the breweries he likes, self-proclaimed. He says the breweries <laughs> we like. 7.45, Colin Jones out from Weld Works Brewing Company. This is a hit announced tonight because I love Weld Works. Oh my gosh, we all love Weldworth. If you don't like beer, you would like very citrusy, very light, refreshing. Well, and and we've only had a couple. On time, I think it'll be an appropriate time to take that break, and we're going to come back and talk beef uh, for the next two segments. Wait until you hear uh, what their business model is for this beef, and oh, you're going to just <laughs> give it to me right now. I love it. Oh, oh. all over the page. And the microphone oh, goes oh, down. Mic oh, drop. We're working without a net here. We're working at. Should we go out and uh, pay a couple will, bills uh, now, Greg? Oh, yes. Should we head towards the offering? No, for I want to eat more of that beef. <laughs> I know. Oh, folks. It's this so is so delicious. I'm sure it's only. I'm sure Thank it's you, addicting. Jeff. Thank you. All right, let's eat. That's what we're trying to do right now. As far as barbecue goes, who knows the answer to this question? Which president made a note in his diary that he went up to Alexandria in a queue? Was it Thomas Jefferson, George Washington? Who are the other guys that we have here? Thomas Jefferson. That's, uh, that answer will come up next with right here on the Modern Eater Show, live from Studio King, Colorado, on iHeartRadio. Choose your path through Cyberland. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun photos and videos. Just search The Modern Eater or check out the website. TheModerneater.com. Hi, I'm Charlie, the brewmaster at Brews Beers in Denver. I want to tell you about something truly amazing. Belgium, a country the size of Maryland, is home to more than 600 amazing beers. And this May, you can be part of the greatest beer trip ever. We're taking a lucky group of beer lovers to Belgium for 10 incredible days. Airfare, luxury hotels, fabulous food, and lots and lots of great Belgian beers. You can visit breweries that are rarely open to the public, like Orval, Vesflater, and Cantillon, Chimay, Brasserie du Pont, and more than we can list here. You'll visit the cities of Brussels, Bruges, Ghent, Biersel, Popering, and the amazing Belgian countryside. This is the dream trip of a lifetime, and you can be part of it. Spaces are limited, and it's filling up fast. Call us today at 303-650-2337. That's 303-650-BEER, or go to our website, brewsbeers.com. I'll see you in Belgium. Rocker Spirits. It's a distillery. It's a place to hang. It's about quality. It's about taste. It's about passion. Infused with American spirit. Rocker whiskey, rocker rum, rocker vodka. Get ready for an original look, feel, and experience. Old Town Littleton. And if you get hungry while you're sipping on some drinks, they've got the best food truck line in town. Open Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. Rockerspirits.com. Rockerspirits.com. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is uh, Chef Brother Luck from Four by Brother Luck in Colorado Springs. Oh, man, we're having a good time. We're having a good time. And also competing on Season 15 of Top Chef. You are listening to The Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Hi, everybody. It's Chef Terry from Bardo in Denver. <laughs> I'm also on season 15 at Top Chef Colorado. <laughs> and you're listening to The Modern Eater on iHeartRadio. Oh, yeah. Looking forward to 2019. 
what what a twenty nineteen it'll be from studio kitchen colorado right now as we have the ranchers eating their beef that chef jeff jabot put together for us and uh, i love coming full circle in this kitchen i'll yeah. tell you i love it when we have ranchers farmers brewers distillers we you know in some cases i've sold them stuff they've brought it here they've cooked it They've used it to make their products. Little Rich, I mean, think about it. Your tortilla chips are used here on a regular basis. Thank goodness. You know, it's <laughs> yeah. full circle, though. You well, made and, it, and, and, you and know, now we're getting to share it with and you. And you know the oil that we're frying them in? Colorado Mills. I mean, I, that's yeah. the, it's, all, it's all helping everybody. Well, we like it that way. And any more and more and more these days, when you go out and you, you spend your money, um, you know, you can go to the dollar menu and fill your belly, and you know what you're getting, but... If you can go to a restaurant or a grocery store and there's a story behind the food that you're eating, you're going to want to spend your money. I mean, that's what I'm seeing this climate as. And as we discover hyper-local together in our community and watch as it gathers to like-minded people that want to eat those foods. And I don't blame you because I'm one of them. I want to sit down and have an experience. I mean, I don't know if it's... Is it getting old? Am I just getting old, Brian? Is that something to where uh, at this point in time I I want a new thrill? Am I looking for a new thrill? Or is it important to know where the food that you're eating is coming from? Well, I think you enjoy the food so much more when you know where it came from. I mean, when, when especially when you've been a part of that. And when you everything you do is entwined in that community to get to... It's, it's a fruit of your labor. And right. I think that's the coolest thing about food. Well, let's do this. You want to hear the story about the beef that you're having tonight? Uh, you can enjoy it that much more when you talk to Hunter and Lexi uh, Olin coming from Bar UC Cattle Co. And Bar UC Cattle Co., I think it's an interesting thing, but we have to go to Hunter and Lexi and welcome them to the Modern Eater Show. It's a long time coming. Welcome, guys. Thank, Thank you, you very so much. much. This is much. fun. What do you think of just getting together and people talking about the food that they're eating and and smelling the food that they're cooking right it's amazing this, yeah, tell you what you guys great. have a very very awesome just not not just the venue and the location you guys have here but the atmosphere is just buzzing everybody's having a good time thank you the thank food you. is spectacular you guys obviously have some talent back here in the kitchen and yeah, yeah. it doesn't get any better than this fantastic now my words hunter lexi do you want to go and talk about your model of uh, cattle ranching Right, so, you know, farming, uh, especially small uh, family operations, agriculture of any kind, is getting harder and harder all the time. You mm-hmm. know? Uh, it's just hard for even, even if your ranch or your farm is passed down to you, it's hard to make it work. You know, it's hard to turn a dime. So, you know, all the new ag producers out there, mm-hmm. uh, the younger generation, are have to come up with new ways to make it work. And... You know, we're, we're very grateful, especially to people like you that are, you know, promoting the small, the local ag producer out there because that, that's what's going to save us in the long run. That's what's going to, you know, preserve uh, small family-owned agriculture. Mm-hmm. Um, what we've had to do is kind of revamp uh, traditional ranching a little bit to make it work for us. Uh, you know, we, we lease all of our grass. Uh, we haven't been able to buy a ranch yet, so... We don't have a lot of extra grass to go out sure. and finish beef on. Um, you know, we kind of, when we started this deal, we thought, how do we create a good product but not use up a bunch of resources, not go out and spend a bunch of extra money on, you know, feed yards or 
extra land for finishing cattle, you know, all that. How, mm -hmm. how can we be sustainable with our small herd of cattle that we initially buy and uh, get that out there and, and it be a good product? And so we uh, kind of just through accident uh, figured out that what we had in front of us was young, you know, eight-month-old calves that are still drinking milk they're ready to go to a feed yard or something, you know, go to grass pasture and be finished, but they haven't been weaned yet. Mm -hmm. And we realized that the quality of meat we're getting off that unweaned calf, it's it's not exactly veal. You know, you think about veal as like a two-month-old sure. calf or, you know, Europe has labels on it like white veal and red veal. What we're doing is kind of red veal. So it's an unweaned calf. It's still drinking milk. Uh, it's not just eating dry matter, organic matter. Um, that milk and that you know, cream and fat that that calf is getting, just, it does something amazing to the flavor in the meat and the tenderness of it, and we're just like, we, we have what we need right here in front of us. We don't have to go out and, you know, spend a whole nother 18 For months. For 1,300 pounds in, in just full gestation right. throughout exactly. the whole thing. So is it a weight thing then, Hunter? Is it, well, when the, he's, you know he's talking it? about he found that sweet spot. He found that sweet spot to instead of, okay, my business model changes the minute I go to auction to where whatever the market's going to pay me for that, I, I mean, I, I might take a loss on this. Um, so right now what they're finding is uh, for my land, uh, for our business model, for the taste of, of the meat itself, that we're able to find that right climate and recognize it and bring it to market, hopefully through your own channels, which brings us into... Um, what I want to do next, where people can actually get their hands on this product, Absolutely. if not yet, or, or where it will come. Mm -hmm. And then also, I believe that a lot of times, as I talked to, we had a guy, um, Mike Visser from um, Prosper Farms. They had all this whole model for their, their cattle ranch and what they should, and they came up to the should I sell an auction conundrum or go to market. The easiest way right now is to have a share. Have right. folks come together and say, I'll take dibs on, and, and we see that with mm -hmm. Kyle Mendenhall. He'll commit himself to half a cow and do whatever he can with every little portion of that, but he says, I'll take that half a cow. So for these local business models to be a sustainable model and make it profitable from all the way from the, the grain to the table, that you need to be able to jump in on board and, and be able to put your weight behind, I'm going to go in on this project. I'm going to do these things with this. I'm going to know my rancher. I think that's more important than ever. Know your rancher. Know the meat. Have a say in what's going on with these animals as well. And then be able to tell the story at the end of the at the at the dinner table. I want to come back and talk about the importance of that. And I also want to talk about how you can take part because we have a lot of industry folks, chefs that listen to this show. Mm -hmm. If you want to get in on a great product and be able to um, have that story and have quality beef as well, I think you'll find it in Bar UC Cattle Co. with Lexi and Hunter Ulin here with us tonight. Studio Kitchen Colorado is hopping right now. We'll take that break. We'll come right back. 6.30 on 6.30 KHOW, an iHeartRadio station. We'll be back in a flash live from Studio Kitchen Colorado. Join us here momentarily as we uh, take a quick turnaround. Studio Kitchen Colorado on iHeartRadio. Choose your path. 
through Cyberland. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun photos and videos. Just search The Modern Eater or check out the website, themoderneater.com. Do you have the goods? Jay Parker here for The Goods Restaurant. If you're looking for a neighborhood restaurant that features gluten-free menu items, stop by The Goods. Whether you're a vegetarian, vegan, gluten-free, or even a meat lover, they've got something for everyone. Get started with the vegan gluten-free tacos, warm corn tortillas, wood oven roasted veggies, pickled onions, shaved radish, tomatillo, fresh cilantro, and a house-made vegan sour cream. Wow. How about the best burger on planet Earth? One half pound of Aspen Ridge beef, lettuce, tomato, pickles, and never any hormones, antibiotics, or steroids. I recommend getting the crispy rosemary fries. As a friendly neighborhood restaurant featuring dinner, brunch, and full bar with two daily happy hours, they truly care about you, the customer, and desire to provide an extraordinary dining experience for everyone. They are family and children friendly and even have a playroom for the little ones. The Goods, a friendly neighborhood restaurant who offer a wide menu of gluten-free, vegetarian, and vegan options, and they don't forget about the meat lovers, with a staff that really cares. On East Colfax, directly connected to the Tattered Cover Bookstore. Hungry? TheGoodsRestaurant.com If you've got a business and need a website or need a graphic designer, F. Johnson Design does it all. Take the headache out of trying to build your own website or design graphics. Who has time for that? F. Johnson Design will get you up and running with a professional and great-looking website. Design sharp graphics to your specifications and have your site up faster than you think. Logo, package design, SEO coding, and more. F. Johnson Design did the Modern Eater website. Go to themoderneater.com to check out some of their work. Reach out to F. Johnson Design at fjohnsondesign.com. Hey, it's Peter Allman with South River Aquaponics. As a chef and aquaponics farmer, I get the importance of conserving our limited water supply. Did you know Colorado is suffering from the most severe drought since 2012? Water shortages are very real, especially to Colorado farmers. Now here's the good news. Aquaponic farming uses 90% less water than traditional farming, while producing four and a half times more food per square foot. Using traditional farming techniques, farmers would flood their fields with large quantities of water, leaving much of this water underutilized and just plain wasted. But because aquaponics is a recirculating system, the only water used is what the plants uptake and some very minor evaporation. South River Aquaponics has been running a 55,000-gallon system year-round for four years, and we use less than 500 gallons of water per day. Education is very important to us here at South River Aquaponics. I invite you to learn more about aquaponics at southriveraquaponics.com. South River Aquaponics, the future of farming. All right, cool, cool. Back to Studio Kitchen Colorado momentarily. Here's a guy, Jeff Rourke in A-Plus Beverage Solutions. Uh, what's A-Plus Beverage Solutions? Uh, I call it the premium. Again, if you know, you're in the know. And A-Plus Beverage Solutions installs the best custom tap lines with breweries, bars, restaurants. Uh, chances are, if you're drinking the delicious craft beer, it's the way the brewer intended it to be poured, and Jeff Rourke had a hand in that. He's a family man. His daughter, Charlie, one-year anniversary. Uh, it's a birthday on Christmas, and so one year uh, with Jeff and Kristen, and Jeff and Kristen Rourke. Custom tap line, beer, wine, coffee, and nitro. Foam is money. If you're pouring inefficient beers, what are you doing, guys? You're pouring, pouring your, your money, money down, down the, the drain. drain. Please don't pour your money down the drain. Just get a hold of Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions. He'll make your dreams come true. He'll make sure that the, the temperature's right. You're not pouring tacky beer. If your glycol system is, uh, you know, it, it, sometimes they don't work right. And Jeff Rourke can come in and uh, give that the tweak that you need. Get an A-Plus on your report card. Just give him a call, 720 272 
3809. If you're doing a custom install or your bar or your brewery is just uh, not pouring the way you'd want to, give them a call, 720-272-3809. It's Jeff Rourke in A-Plus Beverage Solutions. Justin Brunson, Old Major, you're listening to The Modern Eater on iHeartRadio. Looking at Justin Brunson and Old Major, he's got a new project out right now. It's a river bear, and uh, he's bringing his great meats to market, as uh, many people do. But he did a stop by this week, and he gave us some of his great bratwurst and some bacon, and it was delicious. And we appreciate you, Justin Brunson, and all you do for this culinary community as well. Back to the show right now, and uh, this is a fun one. The Ulins are here with us right now, and Hunter and Lexi Ulin and Bar UC Cattle Co. That's what we're talking about right now. And as, before we broke off, then I was talking about let's let's all pitch in, let's figure out how to get that delicious meat to market, and especially the restaurants, uh, chefs, restaurant tours. Listen up, because I think that this would be something right up your alley if you're into hyper local in Colorado and as we go back to Hunter and Lexi I mean what do you think of that idea and I'm sure it's part of your business model of let's do a cow share absolutely we're all for that um, we're actually some things we're looking forward to in 2019 are offering you know monthly or weekly shares um, in smaller quantities but you know you want to half beef you want a whole beef we can do it um, and like like you said, for the small producers, mm-hmm. that's how that's how we stay in business. Sure. What know? really sucks is you could go. I'll sell my tenderloin right now. I'll <laughs> sell these premium cups, no problem. You know my hamburger I have left, Little Rich. Yeah, I got yeah. quite a bit. Quite you a, have quite but, a bit. You know, you taste this as a as a chef or restaurant owner, and I would absolutely want this in my restaurant. So that yeah, I'm I'm curious too. How do we, where do we jump in? How do we jump in the pool? So get on our Facebook page. You can shoot us an email. Uh, our Facebook page is facebook.com slash baruccattleco. Uh, you can email us at baruccattle at gmail.com. Um, yeah, just let us know what you need. I mean, we're selling direct to consumer. We're working with butchers, uh, chefs, the great chef yeah. Jeff Jabata. Jabot. So how, how would I get it in my walk-in cooler? Um, what are you? Do you? Are you a restaurant? I'm, I'm a restaurant. Are you a little rich? You want a half a cow? Pounds. I'm a restaurant. You're and a restaurant. So is it You're something you bring up? Do you have a distributor? Do I need to go down and pick it up? How does? How do I get that in my cooler? Okay, you give us a call. We have a processor who is ready to take our beef. We call him on Monday. He's ready to get it in on Thursday. Um, he'll have it hang for two weeks if you want. Um, oh, got dry. Yeah, absolutely. We got you ready to go let us know what you need yeah we deliver it to the processor Um, the processor that we're using will even deliver it to you Uh, or you can come and pick it up and save yourself a little money whatever you you know whatever your needs are we can we can fulfill that hunter are those processors down south by you or where where are you going the one that uh, we've talked to and and made an arrangement with uh, for doing the weekly schedule like that is in Fort Collins so, you know, it's up on the front A lot range. of process. Oh, nice. Okay. The restaurants, you know, uh, yeah, we can hit I-25 and get it wherever you It's not to an easy business quickly. to be in. No, I mean, I'm curious. What's the average harvest weight? Harvest rate. You mean like hanging weight? Uh-huh. So the, the animals are uh, about 800 pounds, 750 to 800 pounds on the hoof. Um, our hanging weights are uh, 
it's roughly 60% of that. Okay. Um, cut weight, you're getting about 320 pounds off of a 750-pound animal. So we're yielding okay. about 70% on that carcass weight, which, you know, traditionally on a finished grass-fed beef or a, a you know, grain-finished beef, you're going to yield about 60 or 65%. Um, our calves are younger. They get a lot more, you know, outer fat and stuff. They're, they're yielding about 70%, which, you know, so you're getting three-quarters, you know, you're getting 320 pounds is about three-quarters of what you would get on a, you know, traditionally finished beef, but it's taken us eight months, whereas that traditionally grass-finished beef is going to take 24 months, 18 to 24 months. And how many did you start your herd with? You said you started a small herd. How many? Is 75 uh, other cows. Yeah, 75 head of cows, and uh, we're just strictly cow-calf operation, and we got, you know, five herd bulls, and, and that's all we got right now. Okay. Now, people used to eat steer meat. We were having a conversation with one of the chefs earlier about this. You know, 100 years ago, it, it wasn't, you, you weren't usually eating the cow. Yeah. Talk about that. Well, you know, steers, obviously, if you're taking calves to market too, your steers are going to bring more um, just because they, they're they going to finish out better. You're going to get more gains on, on your steers than your heifers. Um, really, you know, if we take a steer and a heifer, and you know their condition is about the same and we throw both you know a steak from each one of those on the grill it's going to be real hard to tell the difference um the thing about butchering a you know taking a heifer into market and and eating that heifer is you might be taking a production female out of your herd so you know it just kind of depends on where the beef market's at at the time whether it's a good idea to you know take those in for beef or whether you should you know hold those back and and be more productive with them on your ranch I love, and, and they I, still have to be under nine months oh sorry greg don't i just it, it's there's nine, so much yeah yeah the, so what i love about them it's the transparency of their business model and what they're doing they're like listen we're working with the land that we have it's not our land. Someday we'll have some land. We're in the cattle industry. Um, some people don't even, uh, you know, changing the lexicon. A lot of people would say, okay, veal. Is it veal? Well, I mean, what do you believe veal to be? Is it what you said to be this red velvet delicious beef that we're having here right now? Rich, do you have an ethics problem of whether it's 900 pounds or... 14 or 1300 pounds before it goes. Oh, I just want it to be delicious. That's all. And, That's and all so I, I really believe that the mark. Why is there that disconnect in? Uh, is there a social? Talk to me about what direction I'm going with that, Lexi. I think that that's right up your alley. So I think, you know, obviously Veal has uh, gained a, a bad rep. I mean, for obvious reasons, there's been issues of, um, you know, if he mainly raised and being a, a product of mistreatment. Um, we're not any of that. We're about humanely raised. These animals spend their entire lives on open grass pasture. They're not 100-pound baby animals. They're 800 pounds. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's did that animal live its full life? Is it? I mean, would well, you have a problem eating a baby carrot or a regular carrot, Brian? Well, I know the <laughs> truth about baby carrots. <laughs> but, uh, but the, so the, I know I know where you're going with yeah. that. If you're raising something for food, I, I, I've heard some arguments. Do you have an ethical problem with that? Well, but I've, Brian? but it's I personally don't. But there are many people that do, and I, I listen to but what, what they have to say. But what are those arguments? I don't even know what they are. Well, just that we should be eating any any 
full but gestation. If you look at the, the vegan, to live its whole the life. vegan lifestyle, I don't care about any that. animal products. <laughs> well, I but I mean, I think you got to give credence to everybody. But you know, everyone has it's for a, some of it's for an ethical reason. Totally. So what we're talking about is so far on the other spectrum from what they would even so the fat content lessens once it's weaned and then it needs to go back up to that point of gestation at 1300 pounds to where it will gain that same fat content that it has actually at 90 or 900 pounds unweaned right so in a sense yes there's there's different variables in that though you know if you take a an unweaned calf they still got that baby fat on right there's that outer covering of fat they haven't marbled in the meat as well. So once you wean that calf off of milk, uh, you know, they're going to drop that baby fat. They're going to get what we call thin, and, you know, they're going to lose that baby flesh and all that. Yeah. You and remember then, when you lost your baby fat, oh, Brian? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still have mine. <laughs> I'm hanging on to my baby fat. There is one in every herd that never loses. <laughs> anyway. that, would, that would be me. Uh, you know, you, you take that weaned calf that's dropped all that baby fat and yeah. it's thin and that's what feedlot producers, you know, wheat producers are looking sure. for because they can get the gains back on that calf then. They're ready to start building that marbling in their meat. You know, and that's that's kind of a different product than yeah. what we're doing. But And that's great. We love that product. Uh, but you got to spend a lot more time and a lot sure. more money putting that back into them and getting that marbling well, in Well, not only like that, that, you don't know where the ethics go with that. You throw it into a feedlot and you're pumping it full of hormones and right. you're pumping it full of just crappy feed and you're finishing it with corn. I mean, you're doing a lot of things to that cow at the end of its life before harvest than you are actually getting it to the point to where it's marketable for you guys to bring it to market at this delicious, wholesome, pure... I I mean, I I don't know how much more I can be an advocate for this. I think it's great. Well, and it's hard for us to take credit because, I mean, you said it when... A calf gets weaned and it goes on to whatever next. You don't stage know. You can't life. control that stage. Well, you know. I unless mean, you have the land. Exactly. We can't really take credit for what our product is. We just we just let nature do it. Yeah. Basically. Yeah, those mama cows just do it all for us. So. We're gonna grub now. Yeah, I want Well, and I want to ask more about that. So you're you're going out. The person that's leasing your land, are they? They're also raising the different grass for you, or? So this is. Well, you can answer that probably better than I can. It's They're probably uh, bringing grass in. Native buffalo grass. What's okay. grown on the prairie naturally. So. Right. So the grass that we lease actually is from a really, really great... It, we wouldn't be able to do this also. Shout out to the guy we lease our grass from, Jimmy Bendorf. He is 90 years old. He had a kegger for his 90th birthday this year, which is pretty awesome. <laughs> Happy <love> birthday, <laughs> man. I hope you got him a local microbrew. Uh, <laughs> he wouldn't like it, but, you know. You know, he's a pretty traditional guy being you know, 90 years old. Yeah. Right. But uh, that guy is who allowed us. He, you know, he farmed and ranched that land his whole life from a little boy, grew up on that land. You know, he's the one allowing us to come in the next generation and take over and produce on that ground. And... What we're running on is native grasses. It's it's buffalo grass and uh, blue grama grass, and you know sometimes we have to supplement that because it's all dry land and we you know depend on nature for the rain and we got to go on wheat pasture and uh, put some some weight on the. It's cows, the life but, of the ranchers, yeah. man. I'm telling you, this is what I'm all about. These are Colorado ranchers doing what they can, figuring out their business model, working in the climate of which they can actually possibly try and succeed. In the market, and I wanted to give them two segments because I think that that's the fascinating story. 
your transparency, what you're doing, you guys working hard as a family. I love it so much, and I have to thank you guys, Hunter and Lexi Olin. Thank you. For coming up. Is it Ulin? Ulin. It's Ulin. It's Ulan. okay. Ulan. You mentioned Ulan. family, so we got to give a shout out to our two little boys at home. Oh, yeah. I think they're listening right I now with Grandma and the, Grandpa. The future so. generation. Hopefully they're watching. Hopefully yeah, they're on your Facebook so. at home. Hey, how many acres? How many acres do you... Re- that means the end of the segment. I know. I'm acres? not done. I want more. <laughs> I know. I want hey, more. I know. We always want more. Anytime. You guys come back on the show. Thank you, guys. Your story is fantastic. And you know what's good about stories is they're ever-evolving. They're ever-changing. We'd love to follow your story and do whatever we can to help you out right here at the Modern Eater. Thank you guys very much. Thank you so much. There they are. I'm telling you what. Uh, You look at these uh, family-owned cattle ranches, Bar UC Cattle Co. Down south, where is it again? Haswell, Colorado. Uh, just uh, Kiowa County, <laughs> south of Lamar, southeast as the crows flies right here, and uh, love that you were here with us tonight. Thank, Thank you, you very guys much. So much yeah. for Let's eat your delicious beef. Oh, we Appreciate can't wait. It. Thank you. Okay, we're gonna come back and we're gonna go to the man that's cooking up the beef. His name's Chef Jeff Jabot. He actually oh, um, oh. brought them up, <laughs> Hunter around, and Lexi, yeah. over Turn to. Around. Oh. <laughs> Hunter and Lexi went up to Sugar Fire uh, Smokehouse, and I think did you did you guys go up to Sugar? We did, and it was amazing. It was amazing. Holy amazing. cow, he's got Good. yeah, his smokers are unreal. I hope we can network you guys into a lot of the great people that we know. Seems like a good fit, and uh, look forward to talking to you more. We'll take a break. Come right back with Chef Jeff Jabot right here, live from Studio Kitchen, Colorado. It is the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Choose your path through Cyberland. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun photos and videos. Just search The Modern Eater. Kevin Knight. Hi, I'm Andrew Moore, brewmaster at the Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project. At Intrepid Sojourner, beer tells a story inspired by my adventures as a well-traveled archaeologist. My recipes draw inspiration from all over the world, from historical styles like satis, grazers, and kvass, to adjunct beers inspired by flavors from international cuisines. My beers broaden the horizons of what beer can be. Explore basil IPA and Turkish coffee stout. Enjoy chai brown ale, taste lavender tripel, and the distinct horchata milk stout. Thoughtfully sourced spices and herbs enhance flavors inherent to indigenous beer styles. My sincere hope is that Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project will inspire adventure and wanderlust. Come visit the tap room and share your tales with friends and plan your next sojourn. Located at 925 West 8th Avenue in the heart of the Arts District on Santa Fe. For everything Intrepid, look us up online at sojournerbeers.com and remember to drink globally, locally. Hey Colorado, this is Brian Freeman, owner of Growers Organic and a host on the Modern Eater Talk Show. Growers Organic is a Colorado sourcing company who provides Colorado's greatest chefs with the best organic produce. I've been partnering with local and regional farms for the last 20 years, and our returning customers know they can count on us over and over again. Chefs who receive the highest rating on Good Food 100 choose Growers Organic for their organic produce needs because we're experts at bridging the gap between the farm and the table. Join us in the organic revolution and go organic with Growers Organic. Look us up online at growersorganic.com. Hey, it's Greg Holland back for Gluten-Free Things. Are you intolerant or sensitive to gluten? Or maybe you're a gluten-free lifestyler? Is your med- 
menu limited because you've eliminated gluten from your diet. Are you missing the taste of foods that traditionally contain gluten? What if I told you that you can add breads, pizzas, muffins, cakes, cookies, waffles, croissants, English muffins, the list goes on right back to your menu. Gluten-Free Things is a local gluten-free and vegan bakery that reintroduces you to the foods you love. Owner John Irvin believes gluten-free shouldn't taste like the box that it's packaged in. Trust me when I tell you the products from his bakery in Arvada are fresh, flavorful, and masterly crafted, leaving you with a product that tastes like the real thing. Simply delicious. The bakery is located in Arvada on 64th and Sims across the street from Arvada West High School. Check out their website at glutenfreethings.com. You'll be amazed with the variety of gluten-free products they make. And chefs, don't leave your gluten-free restaurant guests without options. Contact John at info at glutenfreethings.com. That's info at glutenfreethings.com to see what he can do for you. Give him a shot. 11651 West 64th Avenue in Arvada. It's gluten-free things. You're listening to the Modern Eater Show. The ultimate gourmet challenge. And it's time for In the Kitchen. Brought to you by Gluten-Free Things. A dedicated gluten-free and vegan bakery in Arvada. All right, keeping the wheels on the bus in Studio Kitchen, Colorado. Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker, Brian Freeman, Little Rich Schneider. We got it going right now. We got a whole another hour of broadcasting to do, boys. And Chef Jeff Jabot's in the house. How could anything be wrong? Yes. Nothing's wrong. <laughs> Nothing's wrong. Everything's great. Happy people eating delicious food that is sourced locally. What more could you want? Produce provided by Brian Freeman and Growers Organic and this delicious beef. It's from what's Bar for dinner, UC baby. Cattle Co. Bar UC oh Cattle God. Co. Thank you so much. Did you, you see so the brisket much. we're slicing right now? Yes. I mean, that's, that's 10 hours of my life right there. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> that's amazing. How many 10 hours of your lives have you done? A lot. Meaning how yeah. many briskets? <laughs> a lot of brisket. A lot of brisket. I mean, just, just with Sugar Fire, we, we do a couple hundred pounds every night. So Playing with beef. A lot of brisket. Jeff, it how, looks so good. How so could good, you Jeff. spend 20 seconds to say who Jeff Jabot is? I'm out of my tweet. It's time for the second course, hour number two of The Modern Eater. What are you hungry for? Here's to a meal we're all here for. Delicious and tasty. Now we're getting to the good stuff. With your hosts, Greg Hollenbeck, Jay Parker, and Brian Freeman. Yes, let's go. You cannot rush greatness, and I have to have a little macaroni and cheese. That's all there is to it. we got a great staff uh, just coming together. Troubleshooting at a, a radio, live radio. No Mammoth's Master from Studio Kitchen, Colorado. We'll come down. This will, I guarantee you, this is the best 45 minutes you'll ever have in your life on live radio right now because everybody's head's in the game. Hallelujah. Let's do it. Brian Let's Freeman, go. Little Ridge Schneider, <laughs> Chef <laughs> Jeff Jabot, Frank Dominguez. we got everybody we need right now, right? Oh, Jay Parker's here, too. Jay Parker's here, too. Oh, yeah, Jay's here. Hi, Jay. Hi, Jay. Hey, Jay. good about Jay. Good Hi. to see you. Let's do a show. <laughs> Guys, Chef Jeff Jabot, you're playing with some good meat tonight. You said, I'm bringing it. You, did you bring it? Did you brought it? Is it's it, been brought. Is it Jeff Jabroton? It's been Jeff Jabroton, yes, for sure. <laughs> that's, that's, I'm glad you just, you just coined that because I'm going to use that. Are you? Yeah, it, that it, is fantastic. It's Jeff Jabroton. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Jabroton. Frank, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. Are you kidding me, man? Uh, are these gr- uh, is this you behind me? So that is us. We're uh, Proud Souls Barbecue and Provisions off of uh, 25th and Federal. 
Uh, we just had our one-year anniversary about uh, back in October, so we're a little over a year we've been open. And uh, What do you do? We sell everything you can think of barbecue. We sell everything from pellet smokers to offset stick burners, drum smokers. Uh, we carry everything from Yoder smoker grills, Traeger grills. We're using a Traeger out here today. We're also using the Memphis line of uh, smokers out here today. We carry those as well. Yeah, we what, what does something like this cost? It's uh, so cool. So like the Timberline 850, uh, you're looking at around... Wait, are we looking at it? Is that on Facebook Live right now? Is this beautiful Traeger? Yeah, Timberline 850 is about 1500 roughly. Oh, I'm talking this Memphis that thing right bad here. That boy, this... that is a lot more. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that is cool. It's got two pellet feeders in there. Yep, it, and as you can see, it's up to 650 degrees right now, so it, it will get you searing your steaks. Um, this see, is our, you're going to have a lot of fun on so that. So is that cooker. like a small car payment? Yeah, a couple roughly, grand, yeah, three grand or something? You can get into a nice mid-sized sedan for that. No, they're not okay. quite that bad, but they're... Uh, this was our secret Santa gift. Totally worth it, though. <laughs> That's so generous, Frank, man. Yeah. I can't believe you would actually do that here tonight. Generous to a fault. But, yeah, but you were like, generous. You've got a couple of giveaways here for us. Yeah, tonight. we got a $25 gift card to our store, Proud Souls Barbecue Provisions, and we also have one of our gift boxes. Uh, that we carry in the store, and we it's got a beef rub, pork rub, and a chicken rub in it. So Here's the big question. As yes, much sir. as you give all these great tools to people, that can, do you actually sell the person that will barbecue the meat for you? You've got to know a lot when you're barbecuing meat. Yeah, man. so wh- one of the biggest things we're trying to do is get out the word that uh, the misconception when it comes to barbecuing, grilling, smoking is it's from Labor Day to Memorial Day or Memorial Day to Labor Day. Labor Day hits, put the cover over the grill and you're done. And now you're cooking stews and pot roasts and stuff like that in the wintertime. We're trying to get the word out. You can do this year-round. Pellet smokers are a lot of fun because they're kind of a set-and-forget-it kind of concept. You can put a brisket on at night, fill your hopper up, get up in the morning, your brisket's halfway done. You get to relax, enjoy, have a good time while cooking on a pellet smoker. So, Not only do we carry the Traeger brand and the Memphis brand, but we also carry a... a brand out of Texas called Pits and Spits. We also have the Yoder smokers and the Green Mountain Grill smokers. Those are all pellet smokers. A lot of times, and here's here's why I think I'm decent at barbecue, guys. I understand temperature. If you understand temperature and know what meat needs to do, if you know how to sear, if you know how to actually bring that meat to the temperature that you want it, Jeff, you're the Yoda master. Well, I know, I know you know how to eat barbecue. <laughs> hey, man. I've seen that. Don't make me. I got a kitchen. Yeah. I'll flex on Challenge y'all. Challenge accepted. You, you really? You want to eat this? Because I do a great dancing beer chicken, man. Oh, yeah? Over flames. I'm a flame guy myself. Yeah. I like wood. I like... I, been called flaming, I'm sure. Oh, wow. <laughs> Once or twice. Only, <laughs> only when me and Rich get together. <laughs> That's how we do it. We got a party later, Rich. <laughs> Who's going? Just me, me and, and you. you. <laughs> Just me and you. Guys, truly barbecue, I mean, uh, kind of an art form, I would say. Right? It is. It definitely is. Um, we also, in our store, we also do classes. Um, we do them two, three times a, a month. Uh, a lot of fun, a lot of informative. We do everything from sourcing your meat, how to trim it. We do the classes on several different types of cookers, so you're not just somebody thinks, oh, well, you're only cooking on a pellet smoker. Well, we want to broaden that class, so if you have a drum smoker or a 
what we call an offset stick burner. It's going to cover everything. So they're a lot of fun. Yeah, Frank, what about those internal thermometers? But, 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 but don't forget my class. I'm oh, teaching. Did? I'm teaching oh, a class oh. in February. That's right. He is cooking. Uh, a, yeah. So I'm I know the name of your class. Yeah. From meat to it's, mouth. It's called awesome. That's a pretty good. <laughs> from meat to mouth, man. You get. Yeah. You have farmer to table. Yeah. You have all that. Meat to mouth. So I'm actually doing a sauce class. So that nothing they've done before. So, which should be kind of fun. So I'm going I'm to do a whole class on how to uh, how to build a barbecue sauce from beginning to end, including how to make your own ketchup and the whole bit. So that's going to be on the 21st of February. We just confirmed. Nice, that. and that's right off of Federal. There, give that address again, guys. 25th and Federal. 25th and Federal. Five blocks north of Mile High Stadium, on the west yeah. side. Okay, north, right? We're north five, Federal. Correct. We're a couple blocks, five blocks it's south. Two miles from here. Three, three yeah. minutes away couple from here. Yeah. So for folks that love to hear stuff, but they actually, you know, they live on Facebook, do you guys have these things on Facebook? Can we give a shout-out? Yep, we uh, we have a Facebook page as well as Instagram. Uh, follow us on Facebook. We also... Uh, I just drew a mind blank, Jeff. You have me all in. That's okay. Sorry, you know what we need to do? It's, it's, I love, what's, what's the when website? When you're standing next to greatness, what's the it's website? Hard. What's the website? www.proudsoulsbarbecueandprovisions.com. The, Boom. The voice. The Another voice exciting of, thing to announce, we've typically been open Tuesdays through Sundays, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m., Tuesday through Saturday, and 10 to 2 p.m. on Sundays. Starting next Monday, we will be open now seven days a week. Uh, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. on Mondays. Nice. So, Congrats. Um, we need more guests like business that. Business must Dominguez, be good. I'd like to hear that. Frank Dominguez has a, it's like, who are we talking to? Well, proud souls. You've got it written all over you, man. You're proud of your souls. Very proud of them. Where I did like you get them. the name? Uh, proud Souls is derived from Dan Casey and Tony Roberts, who are the owners of Proud Souls. They're college buddies. Started grilling, tailgating at college. Uh, built up. A camaraderie. They moved to Colorado. They started a competition barbecue team, and Proud Souls just kind of encompasses what barbecue is about: friends, family. You got to cook from your soul. This guy is the baddest guy on the planet when it comes to cooking. When you say Keynote, this guy, for the sake Jeff. of radio, yeah, for, <laughs> Chef Jeff Chabot. You mean me? Okay, yeah, thank I, you, Frank. I appreciate <laughs> that. Yeah. You're right. Um, but I, yeah, it's, so that's where Proud Souls comes from. It really is. It's. It's a labor of love. It's a lot of hard work, and you got to put your heart and soul into it to turn out good barbecue, and uh, and that's where the name came from. Okay, product boys, how important is product to you guys of what you're getting? Because truly, you should be able to make a lot of meat taste good, but with that it takes a lot of technique to be able to have meat stand on its own. That's a pretty good thing for barbecuers, right? Right, right, right. So learning how to cook on these, you know, grills and, and, and smokers is super important. I think that's why the classes are so fun and and can really bring just the general public into what we know because we've been doing this for, you know, decades. But they also they also have a, a amazing line of spices, rubs, um, uh, sauces, injections, um Wood, wood chunks, wood pellets. I mean, they have everything you need. And so when I'm in when I'm in town and I'm cruising around, and I need to stock up my house. It's where I go, which is why I love these guys. Which is why I wear their hat. I love I love this shop. It's a great shop. I mean, it, it's literally everything from, as Jeff said, from the fuel to burn your fire to the actual cooker, to the great locker uh, meat locker we have in the store where we carry wagyu brisket, um, wagyu beef, wagyu. Uh, we took carry tender belly uh, bacon. Nice, I had a product. tender belly ham for uh, Christmas. Yeah, tender belly, great yeah. product. Uh, we carry a nice selection of uh, 
local products. Masters here within the state of Colorado. So we as well, because we are local, we not only have the broadband that of, of spices and rubs that some of the, the competition teams use because of the national brand, but we do have a lot of local products as well because we want to keep a lot of it local too and support our local. What's your favorite cooking device? Um, I have a Traeger. Um, I have a Traeger Pro 34. What's wrong with fire anymore today, boys? Come on. There's fire involved. It is. It's it's, it's burning wood. They're just like we I say. know some barbecue guys that said the pellet pushers. Pellet yeah. pushers. Yeah. Pellet, yeah. yeah. What do you say to those guys? I, they all serve their own purpose. I mean, okay. I have I have everything under the sun on my back deck, in my garage, in my front yard. Yeah. To, you know, multi-thousand dollar you know, commercial cookers yeah. that you have brought here to a Traeger that looks like a pig. I mean, I own yeah. I own everything under the gamut. Embrace technology, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and they, you, you they, want they, fire, they, I got a pit yeah. out back. We yeah. can do some marshmallows. Yeah. Exactly. And some stuff <laughs> works the best for, for, for certain foods. Uh, other 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 units work best for other stuff. So yeah. so that's why you need to go to Proud Souls and have like yeah. five, six cookers well, on your deck. Jeff, why, why is he complaining about a I'm pallet? I'm not. What's well, or what's I the argument the, on a pellet? The, I throw out the questions. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, what is it? What's the debate on a pellet? Tell me, inform me, because are, are they not just grinding wood it's and taking the scraps? Not traditional, Brian. It, yeah. that, that's the thing. Barbecue okay. can be a very, very traditional concept. So when you've taken technology and made yeah. a device that can turn out a brisket in eight hours just as good as an 18-hour yeah. slow roast, ten to fire for 16-hour brisket. I don't have enough time in my life to spend 16 hours babysitting a thermometer. I don't know whether you got this or not as a kid, but did your folks ever say this to you? Well, it seemed like they wanted you to suffer as bad as they did as a kid. (laughs) You know, I walked up two two miles up and down, you know, to school, and I did this, and they want you to suffer. People want, and they're saying, you don't have to suffer. No. You don't have to. So well, in, in case you aren't watching, you used to are cook they, with the candle are they vaping what, over here? <laughs> what is this? So in case you aren't watching on Facebook Live, um, my team is working with what's called a smoking gun, which is a cold smoker. Of course. And it's another way to smoke food. So they're doing a, a chimichurri sauce right now, cold smoked with hickory wood. Yeah. I love it. Nice. So yeah, so you can say that you're not you're not smoking with a with a with a pellet cooker. You can say you're not smoking with whatever, but you can create action with all kinds of different equipment. So is it liquid, liquid flavor, or is it an actual chips. piece of it's, piece it's of wood, wood, wood that it's heating up and blowing in there? Yeah, really so cool. My son was just taking a torch to it to ignite it, and yeah. That's why all these guys thought they were vaping. Exactly. <laughs> it looked okay. like Cheech and Chong were over <laughs> here a few minutes <laughs> <Yeah>. ago. <laughs> Gents, you guys knocked it out of the park tonight, and I can't say enough about your businesses. But a longtime friend of the show and Chef Jeff Jabot. Now with Sugarfire Smokehouse and Frank Dominguez joining us with Proud Souls Barbecue and Provisions. You guys are aces in my book. Thank you so much. Thank you. Appreciate Thank it. Thank you guys done for coming tonight. out. Uh, we're going to do this. We're going to just take a little switch gears because we do want to give Anthony Milano a couple of minutes here and Hobson friends. So we'll put him on the microphone now before we go to break. And then we'll come back, which is a really cool thing that we did with a hot dog competition, Little Rich. Oh, that was a blast. We did this this last week, and you might have seen it on Facebook, but Chef Sam knew our, uh, she was our reigning queen of uh, Chef vs. Chef. We're going to get a little bit better name for that. And then uh, Chef Brandon Becker knocked her off, and, and uh, Cirque Kitchen and Spirits is now the reigning champion of the kitchen. 
and Jim Pittenger from Biker Jim's Gourmet Dogs, he benefited from all of this because we put that dog on his menu, and I love it. That's what we do right here at Modern Kitchen. Uh, Studio Kitchen Colorado and the Modern Eater Show will continue, but right now, Anthony Milano, as we had a little bit of... I, you know, we can't do everything perfect around here as much as we like to, but we do want to do this. Highlight what you're doing right now. Anthony, what are you up to? So we came up with this idea to push business to our favorite places. So we created 52 cards, 17 breweries, all of our favorites. Of course. And uh, all on a deck of cards. So how do people get a hold of these cards and start playing? They are on sale at Applejack's. We host numerous events, basically like us just on Facebook. Um, they're on sale at Gold Spot, Resolute, um, Ricoli's, Intrepid, uh, several of our, our And, and where would you really come up with the idea? We were drunk in Milwaukee. Of course. <laughs> Everybody's drunk in Milwaukee and comes up with an idea. And you add a napkin. Here's the cool thing about it. So go grab a deck of cards. Your favorite breweries are probably the same as Anthony's. You get a direct offer on that card, 52 cards. You go in, redeem the card. They punch it for you. You're on your way, and you got a great deal, right? Right. This is cool. If you're a craft beer lover, Look at this. Uh, attention craft beer lovers right now. And uh, Laura. Yes. How are you? I'm doing well. How are Introduce you? Introduce yourself. Uh, my name is Laura Bruns. I'm one of the owners of Factotum Brew House. We're on the north side of Denver, so uh, one of the original uh, brew hunt cards, and that's how I know Tony. So. Well, and you're sort of an incubator over there. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, we uh, a lot of our beers uh, we create uh, from ideas that are sourced from the community. So people kind of give us some ideas, and then we give them the option to come in and brew with us and get that whole experience. And then we kind of take our egos, put it to the side, and let them have the glory of saying they brewed a beer and it's on tap. So It reminds me of what Dan Asher does up at River and Woods when he'll take people's recipes from the neighborhood, yep. put them on the menu, and those people love it. And they, their hearts and souls are into their recipes and what you're doing right there with Factoma is kind of similar. To yeah, that. absolutely. Uh, most of our um, customers, our guest brewers, are just people who want that for the experience, but uh, we were pretty fortunate enough to kind of be the start of a brewery that has opened, uh, Welcome Home Brewery down in Parker. They were some frequent guest brewers of ours back in the day, so it's pretty exciting to see that grow. What are you doing next week, Laura? Oh, I will be at the brewery on New Year's Day. Saturday <laughs> night in particular, because I'd love to come have you come back and do a full I, segment I with us. I think I'm free. Uh, it'll be so, a fun time. Yeah. Come bring your beer. Well, Weldworks is our brewery for this evening. Yes, yes. A, a very formidable uh, brewery for sure. <laughs> well, so. well said. Tell us how we can get this deck of cards again. So if you like us on Facebook, you'll know all of our events. Um we are doing bingo on Wednesday at Brews Brewing with or Brews Beers, which we is, love. Brews, yeah, I love Brews too. Um, Apple Jacks, they're for sale. That's the primary location. Great. Um, we, it was a coincidence. Her and I met up. That we were. She was like, "Where are you hosting your launch party?" And I was like, "I have no idea." This was back in July, our yeah. first round. Your place. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's where I'm hosting. Well, I was like, I have no money. Uh, what do you wear? And she was like, How about here? So. Um, it, pretty much uh, Applejacks, uh, Resolute, Intrepid, 
just find us. Come play bingo with I us love on it. Wednesday night. I love your business model, Anthony, because it's like uh, we were drunk in Milwaukee. We came up with an idea. We found a brewery that would host us for our uh, our party, and we don't know where this is going to take us, but we've got great deals waiting for you, Apple Jacks and participating breweries, right? And, and Yeah, and absolutely. And part of it was we, my wife, we sold out in 11 days in July, and these were only, these are good for all year now. Um, my wife was like, wait, you sold out in 11 days? And I was like, uh-huh. And she's like, we need to do, what are you working More. on for next year? Yeah. Yeah. And I was what's, like, What's the cost? Yeah. What's 20, the cost of it, Dad? $25. Oh, my God. No wonder. And yeah. can you do mail no it? Wonder. Well, you're sold out for this year. No, we're not sold out. Oh, you're we're not sold, sold out, out last year. Last yeah, we year. still okay. have about 50 left. My baby's coming in about two weeks. Um, so we are going to continue selling through Apple Jacks and then uh, see where it takes us. Mail order, we're not available as of this point. Congratulations and happy post-birthday. Thanks. I know you were celebrating it a couple of weeks ago at Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project. Yeah. Anthony, thank you so much. Hops and Friends is the name of the brand, and you can find it at a participating vendor near you. If you're a crap beer geek like we are, you're going to want to take them up on this offer. Laura, we're going to have you back. That's All it. All right. Back Sounds great. Brewing Company. We'll continue. This is cool one. It's the uh, bike, Biker Gym's Gourmet Dogs Challenge. That's what we have this week at Studio Kitchen Colorado. We'll return with the whole cast and crew right here from Studio Kitchen Colorado on iHeartRadio. Choose your path through Cyberland. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun photos and videos. Just search The Modern Eater or check out the website, themoderneater.com. Hi, I'm Charlie Gottenkenny, brewmaster at Brews Beers in Denver. Need a break from holiday madness? Stop into Brews Beers. We make lots of badass Belgian-style beers, and for the holidays, we've cooked up some very special ones, including a saison fermented with beets, a gingerbread double, a figgy pudding brown ale, plus a Belgian chocolate stout, and of course, our Belgian-style champagne beer, brewed once a year and not to be missed. We're in the Midtown community at 67th and Pecos, and if you're looking for some great holiday gift ideas, we've got those too. Cool brewery apparel, limited bottlings of small batch brews, and special gift boxes. And then there's the ultimate beer experience, a 10-day beer tour of Belgium this coming May. Don't forget to stock up on beers for your holiday parties at Brews Beers, 1675 West 67th Avenue in Denver. Come on in, bring your dog, and experience some Belgian-style badassery. Rocker Spirits. It's a distillery. It's a place to hang. It's about quality. It's about taste. It's about passion. Infused with American spirit. Rocker whiskey, rocker rum, rocker vodka. Get ready for an original look, feel, and experience. Old Town Littleton. And if you get hungry while you're sipping on some drinks, they've got the best food truck line in town. Open Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. Rockerspirits.com. Rockerspirits.com. Hi, I'm Andrew Moore, brewmaster at the Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project. At Intrepid Sojourner, beer tells a story inspired by my adventures as a well-traveled archaeologist. My recipes draw inspiration from all over the world, from historical styles like satis, grazers, and kvass, to adjunct beers inspired by flavors from international cuisines. My beers broaden the horizons of what beer can be. Explore basil IPA and Turkish coffee stout. Enjoy chai brown ale, taste lavender tripel, and the distinct 
distinctive horchata milk stout. Thoughtfully sourced spices and herbs enhance flavors inherent to indigenous beer styles. My sincere hope is that Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project will inspire adventure and wanderlust. Come visit the tap room and share your tales with friends and plan your next sojourn. Located at 925 West 8th Avenue in the heart of the Arts District on Santa Fe. For everything Intrepid, look us up online at sojournerbeers.com and remember to drink globally, locally. My name is Chef Keegan Gerhardt, owner of D-Bar, and you're listening to The Modern Eater on iHeartRadio. Okay, let's go. Coming down the home stretch of The Modern Eater show on iHeartRadio. That's right, Chef Keegan Gerhardt. Uh, talking about uh, just tuning in to The Modern Eater show. And thank you from Studio Kitchen Colorado, Greg Hollenbach and Brian Freeman. Uh, little Rich Schneider stepped away for a second. This is a really cool thing because we've been, uh, Brian, trying to develop other nights of the week here at yep. Studio Kitchen Colorado. And we thought, why not have just a little friendly chef competition? I'm liking it. The first week that we did that, we had uh, Chef Chito Ariola face off between Chef Chito and Chef Sam New. Samantha New, yep. Duck three ways. And Man. on four plates. Chef Sam killed it. She did such a great job. Uh, Next week. I, I murdered it. Didn't kill it. I, I slaughtered it. <laughs> she slaughtered it. Um, next, you and math. next week we decided, okay, here's here's what we should do. And I have these brainchilds. I just, I come, I, in the middle of the night, sometimes sleeping, it's like, here's what, what should we do? So little Rich Schneider's down in his uh, offices in the palatial suites of Rockalitas Tortillas on Larimer <laughs> Square, and he's in a, a bunker that's uh, undisclosed. You, you wouldn't know where it is, but uh, uh, Biker Jim knows the code. Biker Jim punched in the code. He was sitting there, Little Rich. I call up Little Rich. Biker Jim sends a, back a picture through Little Rich's, Rich's text, giving me a half a peace sign, saying hello, like friends Sure. Too. And I said, oh, man, what if we did a hot dog? Because I'm trying to figure out what are we going to do that night. So we figured out a hot dog competition. Here's the end result. Hey, hey, all you hot dog gals and guys, we've got a killer special for the whole month of January. And this is kind of super cool. Biker Jim must have wrote this. (laughs) It's a Moscow kick dog, a charred grill reindeer sausage dog topped with flash fried Brussels sprouts, or um, what are they? Uh, butt? What are they, Jim? Butt cabbage. Butt Thank cabbage. You. And he he went out on a limb with that because he didn't, he didn't say like ass it. cabbage. Uh, <laughs> I meant to. Uh, he still doesn't like Brussels sprouts. No. Maple infused cream cheese, dried Ooh. cranberries, and candied habanero bacon bits. It's the brainchild of a hot dog competition. We're the a hot dog competition. We are the <laughs> a hot dog competition, <laughs> yeah. baby. Uh, but actually, the, the cool brainchild chef. is our chefs. Over here. That's right. And uh, chefs between Brandon Becker and Samantha New. Best of all, for every hot dog sold, this is a cool part, folks. Biker Jim is donating one dollar to support Extended Hands of Hope Colorado, a, uh, a charity that we all champion that has to do with sex yeah. trafficking. One dollar is generous. Could you clarify that for just a quick second? In, in a moment. They're actually not <laughs> funding sex trafficking. <laughs> no, 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 like no, no. We've had that. No, we're not. We're in prevention of. And, yep, it's damn delicious. So from this brainchild born at the Modern Eater Studio Kitchen, Colorado, we have a hot dog that has been born, a a little hot dog child between you guys, uh, (laughs) Chef Brandon Becker and Chef Sam New, along with Biker Jim. Guys, welcome back to the show. 
Thank you for having me. Well, thank you. Were you like the doula for that there, that this hot dog? Look, <laughs> the, I had nothing to do with this hot dog. That was all him. And, and it was not birthed in a bathtub at all. No. no. <laughs> Sam, first of all, thank you for being the uh, first queen of the kitchen. You're so welcome. It's my pleasure. And great job that you do. I mean, truly, as I've gotten to know Shan, uh, Sam, her uh, chefery. Her the, ca- yeah. cooking capabilities are amazing. The ability Sheffery. she goes, she goes at a very. I mean, I'll tell you, I've been so impressed with her use of ingredients uh-huh. because she's not just using one thing. She's she's putting a lot of things and a lot of love into the food that she makes. I said no way. There's no way. Brandon Becker, a little cowboy wild card, <laughs> is going to come in here and beat Sam at anything in I this kitchen. I told you guys. And as soon as you Brandon, were like, oh, you let's go brought it. Brandon last, next week. And I was like, oh, it's going to be a toss-up. It's going to be and a tough competition. And it surprised Jim and not a advantage <laughs> of the butt cabbage, right? <laughs> no, it's, it's on your menu, Jim. Well, now. Yes, now. <laughs> I mean, and, and not only is Samantha a great chef, but she is also a master of distraction. I don't know if you uh-huh. if you noticed when the competition <laughs> was going on. Every time you tried to talk to Brandon, Sam was like chopping vegetables really loud right next to the microphone. <laughs> there I was, just laying all nice and silent with my knife. Yeah, just getting it done, you know. <laughs> so sometimes you get the sizzle, sometimes you get the steak. As um, ah, nice. there you go. if you go down to Biker Gyms and you know we all love a gourmet hot dog, uh, the delicious meats that he puts out there in his dogs, and then you choose your toppings. Your menu is so refined. It it, it, it is. Did it, you just use the word refined when you're describing yes. anything I'm involved with? Yes. Okay, I appreciate that. I, I think you know, it is. Of, well, um, and I, I think it's elevated because of the dog that Brandon put together. Uh-huh. Um, he used ingredients that should by no means work at all. And yet somehow he won over the crew that was here Wednesday, won me over with Brussels sprouts, some crazy how. Yeah. Um, so when does it get on the menu? When it's can on I the go menu right on it? It's we tried already to go today. get it yesterday, yeah, but I no, don't know. It was on there yesterday. You guys just forgot to call me and mention okay. that you were heading down there. <laughs> we're late to the game. Yeah. As yeah. as usual. Uh, but Jim, uh, extended hands of hope. We're not funding. We're gonna help. Exactly. So extended hands of hope yes. basically is a it's a nonprofit that funds Avanti House, mm-hmm. which is a recovery home for young women that have been involved in the sex trade. Uh, you know, the average age is very young. It's really interesting that Denver is such a hub for sex trafficking. I highest I no in the country. Idea. Highest I had sex no idea. Yeah, this is news uh, to me too. We yeah. did some research. It's um, really crazy, isn't it? Did yeah. you see? Did you? I watched the video on the website. It said uh, within 48 hours, one in three runaways will be approached by a sex trafficker. And Colorado is the home of unverified. I had no idea. Even more interesting, now a hot dog is benefiting this great cause. And Biker Jim, that's what I love about you. You talk about the community. You're one of those guys that is like, how can we get these young chefs? How can we get these charity? How can we make this all make sense? And you stepped up to the plate on Wednesday night. We had a lot of fun doing it. That was a blast, you know. I, I'm probably not as altruistic as you're trying to make me out to be, but I like to have a good time, and I like to eat, and I like to feed people, and this is this is a cause that's well worth anything that we could do. Absolutely. You know, so a dollar I, per hot dog is pretty altruistic. Eh, yeah, a little bit. We're raising yeah. the price a little bit. To, no, wait. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. We're, we're, we're making it work for everybody, but, you know, it. I was 
actually super thrilled that, that you two guys with two hours worth of warning because I don't know how Greg is trying to make this sound, but it was pretty much pulling it right out of his prison wallet in order to make this thing Jim, work. I'm a pro, man. I don't know what you do over there at Biker Jim's, but I got this under control, baby. Yep. This is what I do for a living. So thank you, Biker Jim, Chef Brandon Becker, and Chef Sam New. Appreciate everything, and we're going to keep this going, Brandon, next yeah. week, Wednesday. Uh, we're going to have another face-off, chef to chef. I'm looking and to be I'll, here for I'll a while. And I'll prove it to you again, man. I'll come up with something just as great on Wednesday night. Because <laughs> that's what out. I do. Thank awesome. you so much. All right, we're going to take a break. Come back. Weldworks Brewing Company is in the house. And Weldworks is, I'll tell you what, they they are great. Uh, Weldworks Brewing Company, it's a fan favorite here in the house. And we've got three. I t- and I tasted that beer, folks. And you love it? I, I, well, and I'm hearing stories that they've got a cult following that people will wait outside for a new canning. And uh, I can see why, I'll tell you. It, the, the IPA was very strong, and I heard they're one of the first with the, uh, with the hazy IPA here in Colorado. Juicy Bits so, is probably one of the bits. best beers that's been produced in Colorado, and I can say that um, with <laughs> uh, firsthand knowledge. <laughs> May I say. Um, All right, everybody's say. well. Uh, we'll take a quick break. We'll come back probably faster than you think. So stick around right here from Studio Kitchen, Colorado. It is the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Hey, it's Greg Holland back for Gluten-Free Things. Are you intolerant or sensitive to gluten? Or maybe you're a gluten-free lifestyler? Is your menu limited because you've eliminated gluten from your diet? Are you missing the taste of foods that traditionally contain gluten? What if I told you that you can add breads, pizzas, muffins, cakes, cookies, waffles, croissants, English muffins, the list goes on right back to your menu. Gluten-Free Things is a local gluten-free and vegan bakery that reintroduces you to the foods you love. Owner John Irvin believes gluten-free shouldn't taste like the box that it's packaged in. Trust me when I tell you the products from his bakery in Arvada are fresh, flavorful, and masterly crafted, leaving you with a product that tastes like the real thing. Simply delicious. The bakery is located in Arvada on 64th and Sims across the street from Arvada West High School. Check out their website at glutenfreethings.com. You'll be amazed with the variety of gluten-free products they make. And chefs, don't leave your gluten-free restaurant guests without options. Contact John at info at glutenfreethings.com. That's info at glutenfreethings.com to see what he can do for you. Give him a shot. 11651 West 64th Avenue in Arvada. It's gluten-free things. Now it's time for the Modern Eater's Booze in the News segment. I like my beer cold, my meat grilled, and my entertainment explosive. All we need is a a chair and and a cooler beer. Here's your booze news. Back at it, home stretch. The Modern Eater Show, live from Studio Kitchen, Colorado. It is booze in the news. All the booze news you can use, and we're excited for this one because Weldworks Brewing Company is in the house. In the house in a big way, folks. Man, coming from Greeley, Colorado, I thought that, you know, all we're going to get is, like, beef and, um, you know, agriculture. But delicious beer yeah, is where I was just at a farm there a couple weeks ago. Colin Jones, welcome to the Modern Eater Show. Thank you guys for having us. Really yes. appreciate it. And Cameron, tell us, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Good to see you guys. Why do you think, uh, let, let's just, I'm going to start kind of forward. Why do you think your beer is so popular? Um, honestly, we, we've always uh, just held to the, the philosophy of brewing what we like to uh, drink. And uh, a lot of that are New England style IPAs uh, back before it really kind of hit the ground running in Colorado. 
Uh, we had our ear to the ground. Everybody that works for us, uh, we're all beer nerds, we're all beer traders. Uh, we're very much up on the scene and everything else. And so we're, uh, we'd like to think we're ahead of the curve a little bit in terms of the general taste uh, that's out there in the nation. And we work really hard to keep up with that. And so we just enjoy this kind of styles and, uh, and barrel-aged beers as well. So uh, the, the styles that we play to, those are styles that we all go home and, and drink every single day. So Are they really whose recipes? Uh, so it's it's really a team-based concept. So, I mean, Worldworks wouldn't be as big as and, and successful as it is today without people like uh, Cameron and, and everybody else uh, within the team uh, building up the brew house, uh, adding their own recipes uh, to the, the stable and, and pushing our directions into uh, uh, different paths. We're not a, a brewery that consists of just myself and my partner. We are a brewery that consists of uh, an individualized culture where we really take uh, the temperature of everybody that's, that's a part of our team and really their expertise and give them the freedom to create an experiment, uh, even to negative consequences. Like, it's a, that's okay. We have an absolute culture of, of it's okay to fail within Weldworks. And that really helps us kind of keep that creative edge going. It really helps us kind of keep continuing to push the boundaries of what's possible in beer and really to have fun with that at the end of the day. And that, that's really what it is at the end of the day. It's just beer. Let's have fun with it. Speaking of taking the temperature, have you ever had someone interview you with a fire going on? Your back's on fire, brother. <laughs> wow, it just got hot up. I think it. your ribs might be up next. <laughs> yeah, I think they <laughs> might be up next, too. Cameron, I mean, what'd you hear? What'd you hear? I mean, truly, high tides raise all ships and putting it together. And you just said the climate of these... Uh, IPAs that coming out of New England and then coming to West Coast and are they you know hazy first blush what are you talking about what are we talking about here well I think that uh, New England styles in and of themselves uh, it's like a really new like thing so I uh, everything that's going on right now I really feel like uh, New England's are kind of pushing the boundary because they're uh, changing the way the brewing process is they're uh, adding kind of like a new element into what brewing actually is. I mean, it's kind of like been a while since we've really seen something like that new and that robust actually come out and uh, make a really big scene. And like, super kudos to like Neil Fisher for uh, actually making that a thing. And he actually like helped make it uh, actual style in the BJCP and uh, uh, GABF this year. So Juicy yeah, it, bits. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you guys totally. are living in... No. in it, Did, no. Or is that helping you actually exposed of other stuff because your so, beer, all beers are I'll, delicious. I'll tell you straight up, we try to cap uh, the amount of uh, what we brew Juicy Bits uh, in terms of overall volume of, of the really? brew house because we don't want to be a brewery that, that is 60%. Uh, all we do One is Juicy dimensional. Bits. Yeah. yeah. And, and tank time is tank time. Uh, we, we have a cook area just like you guys have behind you right here. Sure. And so there's only so much space on the grill and we don't want to say all of it is cheeseburgers. Like, we want to dabble in this, we want to dabble in that. And if we go too far with Juicy Bits, it's going to take away the creativity from other That's elements. That's so but interesting. And I don't. I mean, I like to dig in just because I'm an inquisitive kid. But I know a few restaurant guys that are like, man, all I sell is fried chicken. Yeah. 80% of what I did. So I just yeah. got to keep making fried, because that's yeah. what people want. Yep. That's what's paying our bills. Am I on fire? <laughs> 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 I'm smelling. You are hot, sir. You're hot. Is there something to that? Is, is there an actual decision that you had to make as a company to say, so, we could just yeah. do 
this all day long, every day long, and, and be well. It, it, it's it's always a push pull. And to, to Cam's point on uh, when he's talking about the juicy bits and like why New England styles are are kind of a hit. It's it, it is a lot of fun brewing science that's going in behind it. But at the end of the day, it's a more accessible, more palatable IPA to the consumer that maybe has been in the in the stream of IPAs it's before. It's so sessionable. And, and so it's, and it's very hard to, it's very hard as a company and a, and a company owner to say, um, I know you guys love this, but burp, we're going to hit the timeout button because we're going to go in this other direction. And so it's, it's almost this push-pull. You want to be absolutely cognizant of your consumer. You want to give your consumer what they want, but you cannot be led to the consumer to the point that it starts to take your business in a direction that that's not where you want to go. And so we've been very, very... Uh, uh, adamant well, about well charting our own good path. Stuff. Pineapple upside down cake beer. It's, <laughs> I mean, I, Chef Jeff Jabot here is like, I, that's not, <laughs> I, give this a taste. He says, I, this is everything that I would want in a beer. It's delicious. You guys are killing it. Yeah, Absolutely. it's definitely a strange one. It's not like anything we've really brewed like that much of. Sour IPAs are kind of like a really weird thing in and of themselves, but uh, actually trying to do like a New England style yeah. like sour IPA, that's like, that's Crazy. You know what? What's so cool is you guys got have gained minute. the respect of the brewing community and the base of the people who love delicious craft beer. Don't mess it up. We're trying. <laughs> don't mess, <laughs> don't We're mess it up, right? I mean, you're sitting on lightning in a bottle. Absolutely. I want to do some extended things with you guys here in the kitchen. Sure. I'm yeah. telling you, we've got some good stuff. Beer pairing dinners, the whole nine yards. I can't thank you enough for coming in tonight. Love it, dude. Colin, you're welcome. Cameron, class yeah, act. Thank Brian. you, guys. What thank you. you. Appreciate it, brother. Incredible well, beer. Brewing Company, really, really Colorado. Give the address. We need to talk about the tap rooms. 508 8th Avenue, right on the uh, main strip of downtown Greeley. We're going to give you a reason to come to uh, downtown Greeley and, and have some fun and uh, soak in all the uh, what downtown uh, brings to the table. And uh, if you have preconceived notions about what Greeley is, I just invite you to uh, try it again because we hear it time and time again. Everybody comes up and they're like, "Thank you." it's not as bad as we See thought. See you next week.